Welcome back to the Unbanded Podcast. Yep, we're back. We tried last month and had an ungodly episode with technical issues and bad audio, so we scrapped the show. So after a lot of back and forth, we hope things are better now. We've got a little bit of a producer going on here. So I'm your host, Mike, and he's... Teddy, and we're back, baby. We are. We are back. Um, it was a rough go, folks. It was a rough go. Um, we tried to do an, uh, a Halloween episode, and uh, it just did not work out. We had technical problems back and forth, back and forth. So um, we, we've we changed over to a different format. We've changed over to a different... Uh, recording site so hopefully this is making a whole heck of a lot better and gets a little bit more consistent yes this is uh must have feel better we'll see hopefully a little difference with the previous applications that we used uh obviously we had a episode that we recorded last time but didn't go well with all that stuff that we talked about it but we have like we said technical difficulties it happens yeah we're new on this stuff uh, and we're here to stick around yep absolutely and you know, the first couple episodes, you know, you're always going to have some issues. Um, we're learning. This is a learning curve. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a process for us. Uh, we're going to get a producer. So hopefully once we get them recording, we'll forward it over to our producer and he'll be able to, to tweak it up and make it sound even better. So um, did you catch that Bears game today? Oh, my God. I was working while I was watching that here at the lounge, at Ultimate Cigar Lounge. And it was a really good game, really good game. A lot of people in here, they, uh, yes. they're really satisfied with the results. What yep. do you think about the game? I, th- I think we found our quarterback. I think there's no doubt about it, um, which if that's the case, um, I think we're in a position then where we've got some some options to do with the upcoming draft. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and quite honestly, the way they play today, they could go win the next couple of games here and – and really look remarkable. So, you know, I, I think uh, we deal away draft pick. We go after Marvin Harrison Jr. And uh, we we get ourselves a, another running back that's going to set our team up for the future. So it was a great game. I, I think Justin Fields did um, remarkable. I think obviously we've got to work on our front line and uh, get him some protection. Um, but he's seeing the field a whole heck of a lot better than he's seeing it before. I mean, the first couple games I felt like he was staring at receivers and it was just hard to watch. And then today, it just seemed like he was seeing the whole uh, the whole field and, and seeing everybody, you know. So it's, it was great. It was really good. Yes, I just hope that they don't give up on Justin Fields. Uh, it seems like a very good quarterback. I feel like throughout the years of Bears, uh, they're giving up on quarterbacks. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, general manager always uh, t- doesn't work with a, with a quarterback that we have. Uh, I hope they're not giving up on uh, Fields. So we'll see how it goes. They look uh, very promising today. They look good. Yeah. No, and I think you're right. I think uh... – they can't give up on him I, because he's the guy that will come back and bite us in the ass. He will be the guy that we will trade away. Um, we'll get some some nobody for him. And then a year from now, he'll be on the field against us and just ripping us apart. So, no, I, I truly I agree with you. I hope they uh, – I think they need to find another coach. Iberflus is, is fine, but I think they need to find a head coach that can work with Justin Fields and work with the offense. You know, and, and, yeah. and go from there. So, yeah, we'll see. I hope yeah. uh, I hope uh, they work with him, and then yep. that way we have uh, more wins, and and we can build on that. Absolutely. That's what we need. That's what we Absolutely. need. 
So what are you smoking today? So today I am smoking, obviously it's December, obviously the holidays are coming up. This is a cigar from 2013, sir. Uh, this is came in 2013 from General Cigar Company. Uh, they don't exist anymore. Uh, actually, we have three more boxes here. Uh, at, the, at the lounge, it's called CEO. Wicked Winter. There was a nice. lot of yes. There was a lot of boxes that came back then uh, with different names. The Stingy Scrooge, the Wicked Winter. Uh, you had the Rabbit Reindeer. Uh, was the other one was a uh, nasty Nutcracker. You had the America Sinister. Um, and one more, I forgot the name. All those blends came out in 2013. This cigar is 10 years old. Uh, it's six by a half. Six by fifty-two. It's like six and a half by fifty-two, and it was. Uh, it's fourteen on each box. I bought two boxes. I bought the uh, Wicked, uh, the Wicked Winter, and I bought uh, the other one that I, I'm. I'm. I really like uh, the Stingy Screws. The Stingy Screws. I like it better than Wicked Winter. Uh, very nice cigar. Uh, very good blend. And what I like it is, it's aged. After 10 years, the cigar is like phenomenal. Uh, straight raised uh, blade burn on the on the ash. It's is very good cigar. Um, it's this is a Habano uh, blend with Connecticut. Uh, Habano wrapper, I'm sorry, Connecticut Habano wrapper. It's uh, very good. Yeah, uh, I really like it. I'm good, happy I spent my money. I bought those two boxes. Uh, what are you smoking over there? It's th- again, folks, we have not talked prior to us recording this. Um, and I literally grabbed and I have here the Stingy Scrooge. You know. I, am sm- I am smoking the stingy Scrooge. Yes, so stop this, it. <laughs> I'm serious, and, and it's, it's this is no joke, folks. We did not we did not set this up. Um, I did pick up a box. Um, the the lounge that Teddy and I work with work at um, had we, we found a bunch of these boxes on the shelf, mm-hmm. and so I grabbed I grabbed the box of the CIO stingy Scrooge. Um, it's a 2015. So yeah, this thing's got some age on it. Uh, it's 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 remarkable. Um, it's it's a, a Connecticut Habano wrapper. Uh, it's got Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan fillers. Uh, it's a six and a half by fifty two Toro, and it's just uh, it's a good smoke. Uh, the cold draw, I definitely got the uh, the uh, coffee in it. I definitely got uh, some of the earthiness of it. It was really something special. Um, even on a smell, I don't like smelling cigars uh, prior to lighting them up, but I did. You definitely get a little bit of coconut. You definitely get a little bit of uh, citrus in there. So it, it's really been good. Uh, this is the second one I've had from the box. So uh, I'm excited for this one, and, and I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad, like you, I'm glad I bought a box. Um, I can see smoking a couple more of these throughout the winter time. Uh, it's a good solid smoke, and I'm 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 not a big fan of CAO cigars, so this is a good solid smoke. Yeah, this is uh, definitely also has to do something with our previous makers that they were a CEO before and they left. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, for me. Uh, this one has uh, its wood notes. It has some uh, oak, some root beer, some grain cereal. I did not taste the grain cereal, but uh, very good cigar. Uh, I believe they started in 2013 and he was releasing every other year the new one. So yours uh-huh. is 2015. Mine. 
the Wicked Winter is 2013. But again, yeah. these folks, this these cigars are aged. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and allow when a cigar it's aged for so many years. Uh, you know, he built it in 2013. All of them came out in 2015. Yeah. Uh, and back then, <laughs> the MSRP was $8. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this days of money, uh, it's $13. We bought it. But a very good smoke. And like I said, like you said, we're not a big fan of CEO. No. Uh, here and there, we'll smoke some of uh, the sticks from CEO, like the Amazon Basin. That's uh-huh. very good stick. Uh, the BX3, very solid stick. Uh, but other than that, you know, you're going to have your regular uh, CEO sticks. I'm not, not a fan. You know, yeah. it's not for everybody. So. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it fits some people's... Uh Palette, it's it's not something for mine. Yeah, the Amazon Basin, I, I definitely did like. I like the extra anejo. Um, the BX threes are definitely a good smoke. So yeah, they're all you know they're all definitely uh, they're good. You know, and like I said, some people enjoy them. Some people, it's just not for them. And that's I'm sort of in that camp of I'll pick and choose. But that's like anything. You know, there's there's very few brands I think that I can say I'm going to smoke everything in their line and be happy with it. So absolutely, uh, they have again. this uh, another one. It's a very good. I actually tried about two weeks ago. Uh, La Traviata, La okay. Traviata. It's a very older cigar. I believe it's a release for 2016 or so 17. Uh, they also aids really good. Uh, it's a natural, uh, natural medium body cigar. Very good cigar. But again, like we said, it's something that we. It's not one of our brands that we smoke. You know, obviously we're gonna smoke it. You know, think. Think what we think about the taste of the cigar, but the brand-wise, we're not big of fans. But we're no. still smoking them. Oh, That's absolutely. what the, what this is about. So yeah, and it's and it's again, you know, it's it's when people come into the lounge and they'll ask me, you know, or I'll ask them what they're looking for, and they'll all oh, give me something medium, give me something light. Nobody's ever. I, I'm not. I'm not pushing them away from a brand. I will push them towards stuff that I think they might like. But at the same point. The joy of this hobby or lifestyle is you can try a cigar and absolutely hate it today and turn around and pick up another one from, from the same brand tomorrow and love it. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing that says that you've got to um, smoke everything in the line and like it. It's not an all or none type of a deal. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a Absolutely, yes. It's 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 uh, like a hobby that it's respectful. There's a lot of details that we talked about it before. Uh, respect. I respect other people, even if I don't like the smoke. But they're not they're smoking the cigar. They're smoking. I still respect it. Uh, there's still a lot of history, even in a brand that we don't like. Yep. Absolutely. And that's so. I uh, forgot to tell you guys. Sorry, folks. Uh, I'm recording actually from Ultimate Cigar Lounge today. So if you hear pool tables and people talking, I decided to do the podcast here today. And I said, why not? It's yeah. nice, relaxing in here after work. So yeah. we're really sorry if you hear any pool table or any anything else. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. You know, it's it's somewhere nice and. You get a chance to record, and we get a good Wi-Fi signal there. So <laughs> there's nothing yes. wrong with that. There's yes, nothing wrong yes. with that. <laughs> Absolutely, because um, that's what was the problem last time. The problem last time where we had it was the Wi-Fi connection. Uh, straight up forward, guys. It was just you know we keep losing the Wi-Fi connection when I was uh, at my house recording. Uh, so I have to fix that. Do you want to talk about uh, the last episode that we we had, and what we talked about, it and what we spoke? 
Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you jump in there and talk about what you smoked and um, if you remember. So we, we – <laughs> no, I remember. So we talked about our, uh, one of the things we talked, it was about the Tatuaje series and the Monster mm-hmm. series, that we, the Skinny Monsters. We talked about all that. Uh, at that time, I was smoking one of my favorites uh, from Black Label Training Company uh, from A Million Cigars. Uh, it was a really good cigar. Uh, I forgot the name. Oh, my goodness. The Grimalkin. I cannot pronounce it very good. Yep. The Grimalkin uh, from Black Label Training Company. It was a phenomenal cigar, 5x50. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, then we talked about a couple other releases, and now it's out. We talked about the Perdomo 30th anniversary. I'm very, very excited to try it. I think people tried it. Uh, people loved it. The 30th anniversary of Maduro style. Uh, like we talked about it in the last episode, it comes in Connecticut, San Grown, and Maduro. Uh, very excited for Nick Perdomo's new release. Um, yeah. Yeah, what did you, do you remember what you smoked last time at the I, Halloween episode? I thought I was smoking the uh, Bishop's Blend, but I could yes. have been smoking the Grimalkin too. I don't remember. Um, but No, you Bishop's, were smoking the Bishop's Blend. Yeah, okay. that's what you were smoking. Yeah, the Bishop's Blend, uh, um, it came out from Black Label and uh, Oveja, and it's, it's, a great, it's a great smoke. It's a great line. Um, they're back on the shelves again. I know they ran out in quite a few places, um, but I just saw a release the other day that they've got them back. Um, but it's a great cigar. Uh, it's earthy. Uh, it's got those dark fruit notes in it. It's got the spice. Um, and so I really enjoy it. I really enjoy that one in the afternoon or the evening. Um, it's a great uh, It's a great cigar just to sort of kick back with a nice glass of bourbon or tea or whatever and just enjoy it. Uh it's a, it's a very dark wrapper. It's a it very is a dark actually, wrapper. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. I was just really talking to the customers here, one of the regular guys, that we actually tried to bring this brand here, Ultimate Cigar Lounge, Black Label Training Company, Oveja Negra. I, I have not tried the best stick from uh, Oveja Negra. Uh, those those cigars are very good. Uh, very good company from James Brown. Uh, I'm really getting my respect from uh, from the brand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a good you know it's got the the Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper, mm-hmm. so it, it 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 looks dark, but it doesn't. I don't think it I don't think it feels like a heavier full cigar. I definitely think it's more of a medium cigar. Um, so it's it's not something to go. Oh, it's got a dark wrapper. I'm going to stay away from it. It's a it's a Maduro. Um, I really think that it just is a good smoke, a good solid smoke. Um, you know, it, it comes. I, I I smoke them in the in the robustos, the five by fifties. Yes. So that's what I enjoy. That's my that's my jam, I guess. When it comes to a vitola, I'm definitely a robusto type of a guy. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed that one, and it. Yeah, I'm a definitely a robusto, robusto toro, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very excited. When uh, hopefully next year, I'm gonna give a call back. The representative to get us the cigars because man i'm telling you guys you won't be disappointed with that line you won't be disappointed with that brand uh very uh, and i would say they have a lot of uh, most of it heavy cigars mostly to maduros mostly medium to heavy body there's not a lot uh, you know connecticut unless you go to uh this then the other brand 
Uh, but uh, other than that, they, they have a really nice, uh, heavy uh, Maduro cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited to see. Yeah. Talk about, good. though, uh, the brands here at the Ultimate Cigar Labs, you know, we have to talk about that we brought Ohana Nui cigars here from Texas. We did. We did, yeah. We, it's yeah. a new line. It's a new line. It's definitely... Um, it's hard to find. Yeah, we were lucky enough to get it into the lounge. Um, we got Ryan Rodriguez coming in um, Thursday, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do a little question and answer with him. We won't be able to do it for the uh, for the uh, podcast, but we can definitely do some question and answers with him and then uh, be able to uh, use some of that information in our next podcast. And um, who knows? Maybe we can get him on the podcast and, and, and just call in and, and talk to us for a few minutes. We'll say, We'll have to see. Yeah, folks, if you're living close to uh, Ultimate Cigar Lounge in Villa Park, come and visit us Thursday, 5 to 9. We're going to have Ohana Noi cigars here. Uh, I have not met Ryan Rodriguez, but I got to tell you this, the cigars are very, very, very good. Uh, when I first smoked his uh, left-hander, uh, I have not had a bad uh, cigar from him so far. Uh, he has the left-hander. Uh, he has the 262 Revere. Very good cigar. The timeout, and again, the timeout of the left-hander is two different brands under Ohana. Ohana Nui Cigar, uh, the one that they have with the Ohana tree outside of it, it's really good uh, cigar. It's a medium body, uh, really big notes of nuts. It's a very creamy cigar, light on the pepper. Uh, and another thing, all his cigars and then a good price, $11 range to $13 range, all right? Uh, that, the Ohana Nui that he made, the Habano, it's a Habano blend, very good cigar. Uh, I smoked it, I believe, three or four times so far. I think so far I have smoked 19 or 20 Ohana Nui's. <laughs> uh, so I'm, 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 I'm very excited to meet him, uh, talk to him about his cigars. Um, I, I feel like they're very, uh, very good with the competitors out there. Obviously, it's a newer brand, but I believe that Ryan Rodriguez and Ohana, even the existing, I believe from 2014 that started, uh, they have a big future. They have a yeah. big fu- future. Uh, the Pulse, the Pulse Maduro from Ohana is really good cigar. Really good cigar. It's a medium to full body. Um, it's sweet. It has very chocolate notes, uh, natural sweetness. Uh, another cigar that's also eleven dollars that we sell here, and we got actually the Toro size six by fifty two. Mm-hmm. You get two sizes, robusto Toro. Uh, you you have options. You have options with Ohana Noi. Uh, like I said, you won't be disappointed. Come on in. Uh, me and Mike will be here at the yeah. Ultimate Cigar Lounge, and then uh, have fun with uh, Ryan and then whoever's gonna come in and join yeah. us. It's um. So the Ohana Pulse Maduro, it got, that got a 94 rating from Stogie Press. Um, mm-hmm. And then the 262 Revere got a 95 rating. So both of those cigars, they're, they're, they're up there. They've got their, they, they've got their um, the high ratings. I definitely agree. I think uh, it's, you know, you can't go wrong. And it's always good to try to venture out there and try a, try a different, uh, try a different cigar. I know the, uh, the, the the Revere the 262 um, it's a medium to medium full cigar so if you're looking for something again for that afternoon or evening or after a, after a good sized lunch uh, it's got the Mexican San Andreas wrapper it's got the Nicaraguan binder and filler you you can't go wrong um, and they're really like like Teddy said they're really good smokes um, it'll be interesting to see there's you know I don't know much about them I, you know they they were in the shop. Um, 
based on a recommendation from you, I, I gave it a whirl. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, hearing what Ryan's talking about, hearing what the future plans are, what they're, they're looking for. I'm sure he'll be at, uh, I'm sure he'll be at uh, PCA in March and uh, hopefully probably try to get that brand out there. Yes, he was there last year. That's our friend Vince met him. Our, uh, our good buddy Vince met uh, Ryan through PCA last year. I really, really want to go this year. Uh, next year coming up in March. I really have saved money. I want to see. Uh, I want to see more brands. I want to see the big boys, like I like to call them. That's what yeah. I think uh, PCA is in uh, in Vegas. Uh, all the big boys go there. Uh, and I want to, I want to, I want to enjoy uh, seeing different brands. Something like Ohana Nui, that it's new, and I support, like I told you before, and uh, our listeners that I really support smaller brands uh, when it comes to cigars. Then yeah. going yeah. back to Ohana, the left hander. It's a very, very good broadleaf. Uh, it's a Madura, Connecticut broadleaf, the wrapper. <laughs> the, the ass is so white. The tobacco is so nice and aged on the cigars. Uh, giving big, big, big credit to uh, Ryan uh, with all those blends that he made. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's good to see another, sm- uh, another small brand um, get some groundwork and, and get going. Um, I'm hoping that they can expand out. I don't know what other shops he's in. Um, so I'm mentioning, I'm mentioning finding that out. I'm interested in seeing where he's, uh, where he's moving at and, and what his thoughts are. Yeah. Cause we were, uh, yeah, we were the first ones in Illinois that we had this brand. Yep. Uh, that's what uh, uh, he told us, uh, that, and that's why he was very excited that we opened the, you know, the doors in Illinois for a, a small brand like this. Uh, yeah. that, that's what this is about. Yeah, and it's 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 you know, part of the part of the 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 hobby, the lifestyle, is trying new things. You know, again, like we were saying earlier. You don't have to be fixated on one brand. You can't say, okay, I got to smoke everything in that line. Definitely, there are lines that I, I haven't found anything bad in. Um, but there's also that, that that exploration where you decide, hey, I'm going to try this new one. I'm going to try something different here. And you've got to be open to it. And you've got you've to go in with a clean palate. I don't think you should ever try a new cigar after you've smoked two or three other cigars because you're not going to get that that full effect. You know, I think it's one of those things that you go, okay, hey, yes. I'm going to buy this cigar. I'm going to pick up this cigar. I'm going to smoke it tomorrow. Maybe I'm going to smoke it after I'm going to give my, my palate a couple hours break, and then I'll smoke it and see what it has to do at that point, you know, how what it, what it has to offer. But I think a lot of times people will um, jump into trying a new cigar, and they've already smoked three or four cigars, and they're like, oh, this isn't so good. So it's one of those things that, you know, and teach their own. Some guys might be able to say, hey, my palate can handle it. God bless you if they can, you know. But I definitely think that, um, you know, part of it is exploring and seeing what else is out there. Yes, that's that, you, you're right uh, because I tried that before. Uh, when I... Uh, when I have a new cigar, and here at the lounge, for example, that I smoke three or four a day, because usually at home I don't really do it unless it's a Saturday and a Sunday. And Saturday and Sunday, usually I'm here, but uh, other days I smoke too. But if I have a new one and I smoke a new cigar that I never smoked before, I always do not do it back to back because I'm not going to taste all the, all the, the you're not going to taste all the flavors. Right. There's a way, I mean, you can eat chocolate, like they say, chocolate will take the, you know, 
the flavors out. It's not, you know, unless you have to give your palate a little break throughout the day. Uh, you give, like you said, go the, the next day, go the next week. Another thing I like to do, and I mostly I do it like 90% of the time, I will buy something from either online or buy it from, you know, a, a, a local lounge. A cigar, and I always will put in my humidor for two weeks. It's my personal rule. That's what I do. That's what I like to do because I, I believe that the, the cigar is becoming a better. They're getting a little bit more AIDS for me. I've seen it that way, and I want to keep doing it. It's like something that I prefer to do it, and I think it works. And it's funny that I'll talk to you about it before that you go to lounges and you know, you, you bring your own cigars, but you already bought cigars there, and they yell at you while you're smoking a cigar from from your personal stack, because I want to, you know, I want to smoke something that has been aged, and I know it's been aged. I don't know right. if in the brick and mortar shop that I go in, if the box didn't came in three days ago, uh, a lot of people understand, some people don't understand. So, it's, it's something, it's like like my real, my little rule that I like to, to do out yeah, it's it's a fine line, and it's difficult for brick and mortars. I mean, it you know, guys like you and I are are definitely um, a little bit different. You know, you might walk into a lounge carrying your travel humidor with you, and you're looking to see what they have on the shelf. Um, so yeah, I mean, you might pick up two or three sticks. You know, I tend to if I walk into a lounge, if I'm going to pick up two or three sticks, I'm going to find something right away that I'm going to smoke. Whatever it is, it might be something I already know about. It might be something different. But I know that the first stick I'm going to smoke is a, is a stick that I bought from that lounge. Um, I, I, might, I might take the other two or whatever I buy and let those age if I, if I brought other ones. But it, it, I want to be respectful to the lounge owner and be able to say, hey, I, I'm bringing my own, but I'm going to smoke these, this one or these two before I crack into my own. Um, but it's, I understand where you're coming from. Some guys definitely like to go into a lounge and go, I haven't tried this one. I want to bring it home. I want to dry box it for a couple of days, and then I'm going to crack into it, or I'm going to I'm going to take these home and let them sit in my humidor for a week or two before I crack into it. So, you know, it's just – I guess it's, 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 it's understanding the shop owner. It's understanding your relationship with that shop owner and then being able to say, hey, is it okay? I, I bought two from you, but is it okay if I smoke this one? You know, that's not from your store. You know, sometimes too, they sometimes too shop owners get a little bit um, hesitant with that because if you if you're grabbing a I don't know a Dunbarton and they don't carry Dunbartons, they might not want somebody else to see you smoking it because they're going to say, well, where'd you get that from? You know, so it's 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 a it's I, I would say in any in any lounge you go into, if you're bringing your own cigars in, call ahead, ask them what their feelings are on it. You know, see what they say um, and, and go from there. Yes, absolutely. Because today I had a somebody that called me and like, can we bring our own cigars and without buying? I'm like, yes, yeah, a $10 charge and it's good. You know, there's no problem about it. If someone wants to bring their own cigars and relax in here, I mean, at the end of the day, you we do pay electricity, you know, oh, the yeah. lounge pays, is a lot of stuff for a person just not just to walk in and not just to relax and not pay anything. You have to pay something. We're, we're 
in days of age that we 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 all around here everybody knows that you know everything is expensive these days so a ten dollar coverage is very uh understandable i just don't understand the twenty dollar covers on other places when you already bought your cigars that's what yeah. i don't understand yeah but again diff yeah different different rules that's what it is with every lounge and this is why me and you love this place here ultimate because we don't have rules like that Right. And I think it's too, it's, and it'll be interesting to see going forward. Um, because I had a conversation with somebody today, and um, they are saying, and I haven't seen this, but they're saying that, that cigar brands are seeing a drop in sales. So I haven't really? seen it. You know, so I, I'm sort of, it's sort of on my, on my agenda to research this week is to see if there is a drop in sales. Um, we haven't really seen much at the lounge, but at the same point, if brands are seeing it, it'll be interesting because this is also the time of year that we've seen probably 40%, maybe 50% of the brands that are increasing pricing because of difficulty getting products, labor costs. So if you're seeing a rise in costs because of those things, but then also these brands are seeing that people aren't buying their brand, it's going to be an interesting 2024 to see how this all shakes out. You know, we're, you know, the economy definitely isn't what it used to be. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. Yeah, there's a lot of brands that like I heard from uh, Drew State, I believe. Actually, a lot of brands raising the prices in 2024, uh, obviously with what was going on. I don't see reduction of sales. You know, me and you working and we having our friends and, I don't see how there's no cigar sales because, like, if, if the lower, I, I don't. I, I I think it's the opposite. Since 2020, from COVID started, I believe that you know the sales of cigars have have been have been better. A lot of people found a new hobby. Obviously, you know, people were home stuck and they had to do something else. But uh, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Maybe it's like they say fake news, but we'll see. Maybe yeah. it's something something that. It's true. Maybe it's not true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said. I mean, it was. I hadn't heard it when he said it. I thought it was interesting, um, but I was just looking at. I'm looking at Half Wheel to try to see who's who's raised who's announced a price increase for this year. Black Label has, Davidoff has, Drew Estates has, uh, Esteban Carrillas has, Olivia Perdermo. Southern Draw. Are you sure? Per, per, really, Perdomo, because like Perdomo, yep. when the 30th anniversary came out, the MSRP is coming around ten dollars or eleven dollars, I believe. So he didn't. I heard that he did not raise the prices. Just this past, just this past week, December seventh, huh. they they released that uh, January 2024, January first, 2024. Uh, eight lines will see an increase. Uh, seven of which will see the wholesale price go up by twenty five cents per cigar. Uh, with the eighth line going up ten percent, ten cents per cigar. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it's and everybody's saying uh, this. What they're saying the uh, tobacco tax, uh, for instance, New York is has rate is is seventy five percent of the whole price. Yeah, uh, I heard this. So, <laughs> you know. I mean, I had uh, last week, no, two weeks ago, there was two newer guys that walked in and. 
the regular uh, in the in the old, in the cigar lounge out there. They told me the regular seven thousand Pedro series in New York is about fifty dollars. He told me that the 1964 and 1926 series uh, Padrones are almost 60 to $70. So that's insane how taxes fluctuate through all, all those states. And it's just crazy how much more money is in other states. It could be no money. You go to Florida, there's no taxes and tobacco. So it's, it's very uh, crazy how it fluctuates like that. Yeah, and what you probably heard is they definitely said that the 30th anniversary line will not be seeing an increase. So the 30th anniversary, yeah. Maybe something that he's going to make different and then not that one. Okay, that's good because yeah. I'm really, really excited to try, like I said, that cigar. How do you smoke so far? You know, the worst part about this cigar is the band. <laughs> the band is so big, you got to take it off, and you're only a third of the way through. I do like it, yes. I do like it, and I do I do not like it. Uh, I like it because he has a lot of nice details. Uh, it's a nice... Uh, uh, you get, you're smoking this thing, you're screwed. So you got a nice... Uh, uh, stingy Scrooge uh, person on it. I got the Wicked Winter, and they're, they're pretty big. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the biggest bands I've seen. Uh, but th- this cigar is smoking very good. Uh, I tossed it up only once, but uh, yeah, it smokes very good and very. The flavors are still staying there. Uh, it has not changed. He has a. He has not become harsher. Uh, I, I believe that when the cigar gets harsher, like after the one third, it gets to the two two thirds of the cigar. I, I don't think so. It's a good cigar. Okay. Yeah. You see, I told you to buy that that box. Yeah, you should. You're yeah. happy now. You bought. Oh it, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Definitely. There you go. There Definitely. you go. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, it's it's. I was surprised. You know, the age I knew definitely was going to help this smoke. I knew that the age was going to be something that was um, going to lend itself to. Um, a lot better, and uh, it definitely did. It definitely did. You know, I have noticed now that our, our, you know, here in Midwest, here in Illinois, that now is dropping to Thursday twenties. Our humidity is uh, also dropping uh, with the cigars, and I keep needing Bovita packs and then liquid, the cigar liquid to put in inside the beads. Um, it, it's it's frustrating here in Illinois in the winter to keep uh, keep up with the uh, cigars to make sure they're maintaining them correctly that the humidity to be a because I like what do you keep your cigars 69 70 69 70 yeah 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 um, I, I might even I might even at times venture up to 71 but I have a I have a room that pretty much maintains the same temperature year round um, it's a it's okay. a it's a it's a bedroom that for whatever reason, doesn't get really warm in the summertime and, and, and stays pretty cool in the winter, you know. So um, it's easy to maintain in there. So because um, the temperature in that room is probably 64 to 65 degrees. So it's okay. nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I keep it at 69 degrees, 70 degrees, and I always keep it about 70 uh, percent uh, humidity. I always put a little bit above 72 because it does not touch 72 in the winter, only in the summer. Okay. So the summer, I always keep an eye, an eye on it. If it's 72, it goes above 72 percent. Again, everybody's talking about that you're not supposed to do it. But again, it's prefaces. Some people... If you go over 72, you're not going to get bugs. A lot of people say if you go over 72%, you're going to get uh, the bugs inside the, the, the cigars. That's not the case, all mm-hmm. right? Because 
I thought about it in Florida. They're going to the shops, especially in Key West. That they have the cigars sitting outside. That the, it needs like ninety-five percent humidity at all times, hundred percent humidity to get the bugs in. in. My opinion. All these years I've been smoking. You know, it, I had it maybe once or twice that went over seventy-two percent humidity, but I did not have any problems. Okay. Uh, this, you know, some people say the 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 cigar will be more soft, more squishy to to smoke it, but I have not seen that case happening in my humidor. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I keep it about seventy. It's just in the winter here, it's hard to keep maintaining it because I have to keep an eye on it at least twice a week. Mm-hmm. That's what it is with my with my humidor. So what I want to talk about before I uh, start to interrupt you. So. Thursday, guys, Ultimate Cigar Lounge. We got uh, the the event here with Ohana Nui. All right, five to nine. Saturday, if you guys want to join us, the Shottown crew from Dojoverse will be here, and I'm very excited to see the guys again. I haven't seen them for a while, so we'll be here Saturday, me and Mike and the guys. And then Sunday, we're gonna have the Christmas party here at Ultimate Cigar Lounge. So we got plenty of stuff coming up in the next week over here. If you're not in the Chicagoland area, you know, check out your local cigar lounge. Check out your local brick and mortar. Um, there's usually some good sales going on at this time of year. They definitely, you know, want to get guys into the lounge. You know, in the Chicagoland area, in the Midwest, lounges sort of pick up at this time of year strictly because of the weather. Yeah, you know, Teddy said it. Unless you've got a devoted um, smoking room or smoking lounge in your house or for the Midwest guys, they all invest in the fishing tents, you know, Guys tend to, to flock to the cigar lounges now, and uh, this is a good time to, to pop in your local brick and mortar, see what's going on, see if they're running any specials, and to support them. Because, guys, if brick and mortars don't don't succeed, the, the, this industry gets a lot difficult, a lot more difficult. You know, if you're if you're relying strictly on catalogs um, and the catalog companies to get your cigars. They're going to own you, and they're going to own us when it comes to pricing and be able to say, hey, we can dictate pricing because we know you can't get it anywhere else. So, Yes, if you keep ordering stuff online, you know, obviously everybody's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, my main thing is, like, I have not done that for a while, uh, believe it or not. I think the last online box I bought it was the Grimalkin. Okay. But everything else is just bought it either from here or the other local lounges that I have around here in the house because we have multiple ones. Uh, and then one is St. Charles, Illinois. Uh, I, I've been to lounges and that's why I like purchasing my cigars. I believe, and you can, you know, maybe I'm wrong. If you don't know something, you can't really buy it online. You have to look at it. It's not only for cigars. It's for things too sure. out there, for cars, for clothes. I mean, like, I don't know how other people, how they do it. They buy stuff online, shoes and clothes. If you, you actually have to see them and try them on. And it's the same thing kind of for me for cigars. If I go to a lounge and I've never seen a cigar before and I want to buy it and try it first. Yep. And that's what is the, my the way I do it and I think it's been working out very good yeah. very very I think the only problem that I found with buying stuff in lounges versus buying them online a lot of times is you can get stuff sometimes a little bit cheaper online because they're buying bigger bulks so they're getting it at a better price and so they're passing that savings on to you um, and, and, and sometimes like the lounge like we have 
you're going to find stuff in there that you're not going to find online because it's stuff that they bought that they haven't moved. You know, perfect example is the the stingy Scrooge, uh, the Winter uh, Wonderland that Teddy's smoking. Those two cigars, those boxes of cigars, they were bought years ago. They didn't get sold. They're sitting there. And so, yeah, you can pick those up and go, wow, I, I couldn't find these online. But, yeah, because you know what? It's, it's a matter of now you can get them online because, or get them in a local store because they have sat there. So it's one of those things to go, okay, you know, sometimes you can go and find stuff at the uh, local brick and mortar that you can't find online. So, yeah, I mean, I think both are definitely worth um, looking into and definitely worth visiting. Um, you'll be surprised at what you find at a brick and mortar. You'll be surprised at what you find online. It's just a matter of going – what are you in the mood for? You know, what are you looking for? You know, and, 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 and explore those options. And you're absolutely right. Cause many times over here when I work, I go in the humidor and I always go to the cigars that I've never smoked before. They don't exist anymore. Like the other day I had this Padilla Cazadores from 2014. I think wow. it's been in that humidor, I think. And it was like two left in that little box underneath the like bottom, bottom of the shelves. For me, those are like gold. Those are like history. That's yep. like literally history. And the same thing when I, before I started working here, when I was a customer here, and I remember the 1991 Perdomo ESV. That's, uh, was it 10, 20? It's an almost 20, 20 plus year cigar from Nick Perdomo. That was one of his first ones. Yeah. So it, it, when you go to a brick and mortar, you are going to find some cigars that they'll be sitting and especially like cigar lounges that, that like ultimately that's been open since 2007-2006 if you have a, a brick and mortar lounge that you go in and it's been uh, open for a long time you're going to find some golden sticks in, in that humidor oh absolutely I, I guarantee you yep. guarantee you that yep absolutely absolutely correct and and yeah I mean we we got in a uh, an, we had an order of uh, Camacho Diplomas they don't. Oh, they don't gosh. make those, and those are great smokes. You know, I was excited. Yeah. I was excited to crack into one of those. So again, the the benefit the benefits of going into a brick and mortar is you're going to find some stuff that maybe to their chagrin they're unhappy that it's still sitting on their shelves. But for you or for I, you know, for the cigar geek, you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe you still have these, and be able to pick up quite a few of them. So. It's, it's something to explore those things and be able to look at and say, yeah, I, I want this. I, I've been looking for this and I'm happy to try it. So, yeah, like I have, uh, you know, customers that walk in. I have like two or three guys that I met before that they'll come in and they're looking for that stuff. They're looking through shelves. They'll look, you know, they'll find something they never smoked before. And it's pretty interesting to see that. Because uh, you can, like we said, we you can find some sticks like the CEO right here that we're smoking. That it has some age on it, and when a cigar has age on it, it's gonna taste very much different. And I say more mature, in my opinion, more mature is gonna be the flavors gonna be there. Oh sure, uh, it's, it's basically a, di- a different ballgame. That that's my opinion. No, like, absolutely, a whole different other level. And a big example, and I'm not saying other bad cigars, a big example for that is the West Tampa tobacco. The West Tampa uh, from uh, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, this left CEO, and made his own brand in 2022. Those cigars for me particularly, I think they need age. 
it's a very good cigar, but I feel like the ash was not, the tobacco was not aged, in my opinion. I have one the past year. It's going to be, you know, 2024 coming, so it's going to be a year and a half or so. But I think, like, stuff like that needs, needs more aging when it, the cigar is, is, like, brand new. Unless the maker, you know, has used tobacco, like, example, Nick Perdomo does a great job before he makes a cigar and he's aging it for 10 years, the tobacco. It, it, it depends the maker. It depends the brand. And, and that's why when it comes to golden, you know, gems like that that you find in those humidors, you, you're going to have AIDS on those, on those uh, cigars. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's, um, it's a process, you know, I mean, uh, bourbon, the bourbon trend that we're in right now, there are guys that are spending, that's how they're making their money. They're going to local, um, liquor stores and see what's on their shelf and they're picking up bottles of, of, of bourbon that might be 30 to 40 dollars that the owner doesn't know right now are selling on the secondary market for anywhere from three to five hundred dollars so if they yes. can pick it up for 50 yes. bucks and turn around and flip it for 300 there's their profit you know and it's the same thing with cigars if you visit your local brick and mortar you can find very easily that they've got some stuff on there that they might not know they have, or they might say, "Hey, yeah, I'm really, I'm willing to get rid of it. I need to get rid of it to make shelf space." So uh, yeah, they'll cut you a deal, and so if they cut you a deal and sell it to you for two thirds of the price, you can turn around and flip it on the secondary market and, and make your profit. And to be honest, you know, some of those cigars are still holding the 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 price from back in the day. You're still gonna find seven dollars, eight dollars cigars what it used to be. 2015, 14, the price and stuff sure. like that. Oh, yeah. So that's another cool thing that a lot of brick and mortars, they're not going to change the price on that one because it's, it's still the old price from the cigar from back then. Yeah, you're never going to lose, in my opinion, if you can find aged cigars sealed, you're not going to lose money. You're going to make money. You know, um, if, if you can find a, a box of cigars that's out of market, that, that the manufacturer is not making, the brand's not making anymore. That's probably, that's gone up at least a third of the price, if not more, depending upon the, the, the make um, and, and what it is, you know? And so, yeah, you, again, you can turn around and buy a box of cigars in a brick and mortar for 300 bucks and say, Hey, they, they don't make these anymore and turn around and sell them for 500 bucks. And boom, you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game. So, like example, that I did another thing with Perdomo did here. They had one box left here. I ultimate when I first started coming as a customer it was the Perdomo Noir. The Perdomo Noir is from 2005, and I still have the box closed in my house. And I have people online. They're like, "Where'd you find this cigar? Where'd you find this?" You know, yep. it's something that's like we said before. It's like history. Yeah. So it, it, it's something that it's really nice to have my, my personal opinion so yeah it's it's the, the thing is is that and i was listening to um a podcast um about bourbon and like they were saying this guy was saying too and i know that a couple podcasts i've listened to about cigars people from from, from i shouldn't say most people now have gotten to the philosophy of i'm not going to save it anymore i'm going to i'm going to drink it or i'm going to smoke it to enjoy it versus Saving it and for what? What are you saving it for? To the day you die? Well, it's no good at that point. 
you know, and if you're going, oh, I've got a, I've got a, a, a $1,200 bottle of Pappy that I'm going to sit on the shelf and wait. Well, what are you going to wait for? You know, unless you have a, a, an end date in mind, hey, I'm saving this for when my first grandchild's born. I'm saving this for when my daughter's married. That's fine. But if you've got if you've got a box of cigars like you were saying, the Perdomo uh, Noirs, you know, what are you waiting for? You know, smoke them. Get out there and enjoy them because you don't want to get it to where you go, oh, my God, I let them sit too long. And now they're they taste like garbage because cigars can get to that point where they've they've lost their their flavor, for, for lack of a better word. And now you're getting something that you're going, this this tastes like garbage. I spent I spent three hundred dollars on this. Well, yeah, you let it sit for four more years and it's lost itself. So especially if if somebody does not take care of the cigar properly, uh, the proper humidification, uh, perfect temperature, uh, if it's all, a lot of stuff is wrong, you also going to lose the taste because of that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've been listening a lot of uh, podcasts. My favorite guys out there, they've been doing it for a lot of years. Uh, shout out to the Cigar Authority. Uh, those guys have been doing uh, this podcast. It's probably one of the longest podcasts for cigars out there. It is. And, and, yep. I, and I really like them because they, they, they talk, they have a lot of knowledge. They have a lot of education about cigars and history. Mm-hmm. And this is what uh, uh, the ideas I take of uh, uh, for our podcast, uh, very, very good podcast to listen to. Uh, but uh, you're gonna, you folks, you're gonna find a lot of a lot of cigars out there. There's a lot of cigars to 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 enjoy. A lot of flavors. Every day, I don't know about you, Mike, but every day, like I, like I said, I keep learning something new about another brand. Yeah. There's always details to learn out there. Oh, absolutely. And that's why this this game of cigars is is it, it has a lot of respect for me. A lot of respect. Yeah. No, and and, and it is. I mean, it, you know, the, there's there's tricks. Yeah, yeah, you've got to keep a cigar, you know, at the right humidity. You've got to be able to take care of it. But it's just like anything. It can lose its zing if it sits for too long. Some cigars can get worse as they get older. You know, the tobacco's aged too long. And so now all of a sudden you're going, oh, this is a this is a blast cigar. It doesn't have the flavors that it was supposed to have, you know. A, a 2005 cigar now in 2023 might be okay. It might not, you know, and, and, and the worst thing is, is for you to sell it to somebody going, Hey, these are 2005 cigars. They've aged. And that guy to get that box home and start smoking going, man, these things are crap. It's not on you. It's on him, but it's like going, you don't know, you know, you don't know. You haven't cracked that box open. Hey, it's a sealed box. It might be good. It might not be, you know, the worst thing is to get that thing home and realize, these things are garbage. They age too long, you know, which is a which is a very real possibility with some cigars. They can age too long. And, and another thing is that I saw uh, actually happened to me. Somebody gave me a present. It was uh, a, a box of Cohibas. Uh, from Cuba, but they were not. They they were never being humidified for the past three years. They were just damaged. It was it was very hard to bring it back to life. Uh, obviously, I tossed them out. Um, the guy gave it to me as a present. Somebody else gave it to him. He, he wasn't smoking anymore. But a big example like that. If if a cigar, a Cohiba, the Bahikis are uh, it, it, they're it's a big brand in Cuba, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If you now nah, put them in correct humidification, and if it's not aged properly, it's not it's not going to taste the same. Right. And obviously, when I opened that box and I saw the the cigar cracking, it already had like a couple weird stains on it. It's not it's not smokable. Yeah, it's, it's not possible. Yeah, it's very possible. So you know, it's I wanted the philosophy. Um, I might keep two or three special cigars, but I'm gonna. I, if I get a box of cigars, I'm gonna crack into them. They're not. I'm not saving them for. You know, like I said, I might save one or two, saying, "Hey, when my first grandchild's born, I'm smoking this," or "Hey, when my daughter gets married, I'm smoking that." But for the that's one cigar. You know, maybe two if I'm gonna share it with somebody. But otherwise, I get a box of cigars. I'm gonna crack into them. I, you know, I'm gonna crack into them and, and enjoy them. Like I said, I might save one or two for. A year from now to see if they age any differently, but saving them too long, I, I you know I don't understand I don't understand the philosophy behind it. If if you don't uh, keep them, you know, properly, like we said, you're gonna have issues. Sure. It, uh, like you said, I don't, you know, I'll crack a box open, I'll put a, humi- a, a Bovita pack inside, and just leave it there, like, it's cracked open. That's what I've been doing for my boxes. The only box, actually, I have not cracked open is the Perdomo Noir 2005. But again, if if a lounge has a proper humidity inside that humidor that we have here in the Ultimate, that we keep it at 70 degree, uh, 70%, is it, the cigars are... I aged it good because he had a closed box and he had an open box that I picked up the two last ones that I remember. And those cigars are actually good. Mm-hmm. They, they literally, that just came out this, like last year. But the, the cigar is still fresh. And again, you have, we have to, you have to make sure the humidity or humidity is correct. And that way it can age properly. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is about. You have to eat. The, the cigars is something I call everybody makes fun of me. I call them like, it's like a plant. I feel like you still have to water you water down the beads. You have to put the bovita packs. You have to like take care of them. And everybody makes fun of me about that, but it's it's kind of the truth. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't just like put a cigar in a in a humidor with no bovita with no you know humidity inside or any water. It, it's gonna get dry. Yep. You know the cigar. It's like it's a plant. It kind of needs water to just to ensure that it is going to be good to smoke whenever you want to smoke. Sure. That's what uh, I, I, I give uh, my everything, what I, I say when I, everybody makes fun of me for my family. They're like, oh, why did you take care of them like it's your babies? It's, it's kind of like my kids. This <laughs> <laughs> is sure. what it is about. Yeah. So, Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, you know, proper care of cigars is important. You know, everybody has their own preference. Some people prefer 72. Some people prefer 69. Some people prefer them even squishier. So it, it just depends uh, some on people what. Prefer, yeah. Some people prefer 65. Yeah. You know. So it's just a matter of, of, of what you like to smoke and how you like to smoke it. But the ultimate thing is making sure you have it and that you're taking care of them. That whatever it is, whatever your cigar that you're holding on to that you've got it humidified, you know, and, and if you don't, there are plenty of options out there, whether it's a tupidor, whether it's a coolador, whether it's a standing humidor, you know, you can, you can definitely get those cigars in there. I'd recommend if they haven't been in humidification, that you're probably going to have to let it be humidified. I would say for at least a month, if not longer, and it's going to have to be a gradual process because if you get a cigar that's not properly humidified, 
and you smoke it, you're going to get cracking or that thing is going to burn up like a freaking it's going to be funky yeah. for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, 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 you need to, to do that because I believe uh, what I uh, read online that it has to be more than two months if something is not humidified properly. Yeah. And that's what it is. Uh, but in the end of the day, you got to carry your cigars. You know, I have, there's a lot of people that come in and they ask me questions. They actually want today that will work on my other job. Uh, ask me today. He he keeps asking me that he has a sixty nine Bovita packs. All right, he has two Bovita packs, uh-huh. and he he asks me why his hygrometer always shows sixty two. And I told him always try to go a little bit above sixty nine. So if you buy the seventy two percent Bovita packs and you put them in your humidor, then the, the percentage is going to go a little bit more higher. And, and it's true. And it, I tested before with my with my packs because it's not going to be. I feel like if it's 69% and you put the Bovita packs, it's going to be lower. Yeah. So the more the more you boost the, the, the humidity inside your humidor, the better results you're going to have. And it's always for me to have more humidity than less humidity. Obviously, a lot of people out there, they, they're the opposite. They try to prefer to have it at 65s. But that's my personal opinion. And it has worked a lot because if I give my cigar, and I have done it plenty of times, for my humidor, people are like, wow, this is actually really good uh, cigar. It's the humidity that the cigar is very uh, it's a very good cigar. I never had issues with any of my cigars throughout the years I've been smoking. And then funny part is me and my other friend we were talking about the device, the hygrometer that you put in the cigar and you count the, the humidity percentage. That humidity percentage that, that, that you can find that online is the hygrometer uh, tester. You can find it on Amazon. It's like thirty bucks or something like that. You stick it on your cigar, and the, and if the that that device says between you know like sixty three to sixty five, then the cigar is actually your 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 humidor is doing work, and that's what it's about. Yeah. And so if you guys are willing to go above and beyond, I would definitely recommend you know getting a device like that. I don't have one. I don't know. Do you have one? No. No. Yeah. So it's something that. I have a couple people that are doing it. I don't think so I'm going to do it. But if you really want to be specific and you want to see the actual numbers, I would definitely recommend getting that device. Yeah, I mean, two things go along with that is number one, anybody that's starting out, uh, starting out a new a new humidor should get a calibration unit. Should get a, a Bovida calibration kit. They're they're like ten bucks and. It'll, you'll put it in. It gives you all the instructions of how to how to calibrate your your hygrometer to make sure that what you're seeing is actual the actual reading. So that's that's first and foremost because you can throw you can throw a 69 percent Bovida pack in there and get a 25 percent reading and go what the heck's going on? I have a buddy of mine who had a brand new humidor, seasoned it, did everything right, put his put his hygrometer in there. It looked like it was all reading right. Put the Bovida pack in there. And like two days later, the the percentage was down. I want to say it was like down to forty nine percent. And he's like, "I what the heck happened?" And I said, "Well, maybe you didn't season it right. Maybe it wasn't seasoned enough. Go back and reseason it." So he went back and reseasoned it. Got everything to where reading where it was supposed to be reading. Put the cigars back in. Put the hygrometer in there. Put the bovida pack in there. And again, 
it dropped. We were back and forth on this thing all summer, and he realized there was a, there, the, the the hygrometer wasn't properly calibrated. When I asked him, I go, "Did you calibrate the hygrometer?" He's like, "No, I thought it just. I thought you did." I said, "No, you got to go back and you got to go back and calibrate it." So it's important to make sure that your hygrometer is calibrated. You know, after that, you got to make sure that there's no leaks. You know, a lot of humidors are man-made. You know, or or they're machine-made. And obviously, it's one of the two. Um, but you know, there might not be a good seal. You might find that you know it, it looks good, but once you get your your cigars in there, there's a break in the seal somewhere, and so you're losing humidity through that break. And that's why, like you talked about it about a few minutes ago, you know, Tupperware jars of a tight seal, I literally have two jars in the Tupperware with Bovita. Bo- I keep saying Bovita. Is it Bovita or Bovita? Bo- Bovita, right? I, I say Bovita. Bo- Bovita. I think it's Bovita. I yeah. think it's Bovita. So I have those Bovita packets in those jars probably three years. Yeah. Maybe like two years. Uh, let's be in the ball game. I think it's two years. And they're still holding good at this day. Now, when I put Bovita packs inside of my humidor, you're not going to have the same result because I, I go through Bovita packs inside of my humidor throughout like maybe Maybe three months. Yeah. Maybe three months. My Bovida pack is like done. Yep. So it, it, it plays a, a, a lot of a lot of. Um, you have to also ensure, you know, like you say, your friend, uh, when you're seasoning your your humidor, you have to ensure. When I season my humidor, a lot of people told me, "Oh, just do it for like two days." No, I did it actually for one week. Yep. A week. That way, the the, the cedar uh, box, the, actually the correct way, they told me before it was two weeks. I, I just couldn't wait when I first started <laughs> back in 2017. So I just like did it a week. Uh, if you do the proper way in the beginning, and like you said, the things to make sure it's sealed, it's seasoned properly, you're not gonna keep losing it. Right. And and that's the secret. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's seasoning it is critical. Yeah. You, you know it, it it it's it's you know denying yourself that pleasure of putting your cigars in there right away. But in the long run, it's going to be good. So you definitely want to season it. If it takes you a week, if it takes you two weeks, you need to get that. You need to make sure that thing is seasoned properly. Then, like I said, you've got to you've got to calibrate that hygrometer, and you can do the two at the same time. You can calibrate your hygrometer while you're waiting to get while you're seasoning your humidor. You know that it, it's not one or the other. You know, so you get that hygrometer seasoned, and then get it in there, and then. You know, it's going to be trial and error. It might be trial and error for a week. That's why I, I have the Govi Bluetooth um, hygrometers, so I can look at my hygrometer at any point and pull it up and look and say, okay, here's here's what's going on, and this is, you know, it's at this temperature. I'm trying to pull it up right now as we're talking to even see what see what I've got. But you know, it's nice to be able to look at that. You know, all of us guys tend to get a little bit of uh, uh, anxious to know what our hygrometers are at. But you got to monitor it. You've got to monitor it probably when you first start up. You've got to probably monitor it at least daily. Um, you know, I would monitor it daily for a week. And then after that week, if it stays steady, then you can go, okay, I'm going to check on it every every week and then every month. Yeah, up to this day, I mean, honestly, how, obviously you have through the phone and you're looking it up. My my personal way that I do it, I do check it every twice a week. Okay. You know, twice, three times a week, I check my uh, humidification inside the humidor. That's that's what you got to do. Like, like I said, it's like it's like your personal kids. That's what it is. You got to take care of them. Yep. That's what it is exactly. Exactly is. Yeah. Yeah, my hygrometer my hygrometer is at sixty nine point two degrees right now. Or sixty nine point two percent. Okay, and then the, the temperature is sixty nine also? The temperature 
is 71. Nice. So, that's that's yeah. good, dude. Yeah. That's really good because mine is about 69, 69. So yep. that's what's been going on the passings of uh, winter hand, uh, September actually hands and start getting colder. But th- that's what that's what we have to do here in Illinois. <laughs> you have oh, to keep yeah. an eye on that. Yep. yep. Uh, let's talk about uh, for the last episode, I forgot to mention it. Do you want to mention uh, about Black Star Line Cigars and our friend Eric Bay? That he's uh, now he's uh, not only selling, you know, not selling anymore by his site. Now he's uh, worldwide. Right. Want to uh, talk about that? Yeah, they did a they did a press release um, early November um, talking about that they were no longer going to be selling through their website. <coughs> uh, Black Star Line was one of the few lines. That you could still buy your, um, you could still buy their cigars through their website, and uh, they have since changed that. They've they've pulled their cigars from their website, um, and 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 it's a it's a smart decision on Eric's part. A lot of brick and mortars will not put your cigar in their shop if they know that they can be bought online. Um, a lot of the bigger companies. Definitely don't want that. They don't want to compete with your website. They don't want to, you know, you're obviously getting your cigars at one price and a brick and mortar or an online source um, is getting them at another price. So the worst thing that can happen is that you go and try to um, compete against a brand and you, you can't do it. So, um, they have since pulled all their cigars from their website. They actually have a uh, tab on their website of where you can buy their cigars, and it's listed all of the online locations that you can buy them from. And uh, it's a good move. I, I mean, I, 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 I give Eric credit. That's a big decision on his part to, to pull them from the website. Um, but it also gives Eric more time now to work on sales and work on um, events and interacting with the public and the retailers to try to get him into more locations. I think they're currently in, I think they're currently in 80 locations, brick and mortar. Um, and obviously, you want to get that into a whole heck of a lot more. So if he's not worried about trying to fulfill orders at home, then he can travel and go uh, to different brick and mortars and get his line in there yeah i'm very excited to see i think it's uh, something big for eric uh he definitely deserves it i believe that it's a good thing i feel like it's a good thing because people need to see more of the product and it's something uh, uh something good for him that's what uh, that's what it is and I feel it's going to be uh, giving him more time, like you said, to do more events. He'll have less, you know, less. He had more time before. He'll be busy by sending cigars from his personal site. And now that he doesn't have to do that, he just can focus on other things. He can focus making actually more cigars, more blends. Yep. He can focus on events, like you said. And, and I'm very excited to see what's next with uh, Eric. Yeah. Very, very excited to see what's next for Eric. And I don't know if we mentioned it on the first or the second episode if we mentioned in the last episode but he did release the black star line rosewood in connection with uh black label trading that was a collaboration between the two of them um and that's a great cigar um it's out it's a medium to full cigar mexican san andreas wrapper ecuadorian binder dominican nicaraguan filler 
Uh, it's a 6x48. It's a great, great cigar. Uh, I highly recommend people to pick it up. I've actually pushed a couple people in the lounge to try it, and everybody that's tried it has come back and talked about what a great cigar it is. Um, it, it moved into my favorite from their line. I know uh, some people are big on the Lollibella, but um, the the Rosewood 1923 is is a great cigar. It's a great smoke. Yeah, it's it's a great smoke. Obviously, uh, the regular production cigars from Black Star Line, it's all based from Micronorsa Leaf. You know, Eric decided to just do a stick collaboration with Black Label Training Company, as we mentioned before. That's a great company, uh, and, and it's it, it's a really good cigar, guys. Yep. Nineteen twenty three Rosewood, very good cigar, very nice band too on it. I really like it. The wrapper is very dark and oily, uh, very very interesting cigar, and the flavors are strong. A uh, very huge chocolate notes on the cigar, and the burn is very nice and smooth. Uh, very nice burn on this. Cigar. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else well, you want to talk about? Yes, one thing I want to talk about, and it came out, uh, I believe, uh, November 27th. Uh, this thought finally releasing uh, more details about it. I don't know if it's going to be a lot of them, I don't know if it's going to be uh, only limited boxes. So, what I want to talk about is the uh, Fuente Ipodrome. So, uh, Don Car- uh, Carlos Fuente and Padron got together. They made a cigar. Uh, it's, it comes 20 in the box. The box is huge. It's 10 Padrons, 10 uh, Arto Fuente cigars. Uh, I know this cigar is going to break our bank. Uh, and they don't, do not have uh, uh, prices out there yet. I, do, I don't know if 2500 is going to do 2500 2500 $2, for, for the box. For the box. Holy macaroni. Yeah. So yeah, that's 20 cigars in there. So you guys make the math. Uh, I, I just, I, I think it's worth mentioning it. Uh, it, it got shipped, uh, starts shipping in Thanksgiving. I just hope one day I can tr- get to try that cigar because me, Padron for me is one of the best, top one for me. And Arturo Fando is one of the best in the game too. So those two legends coming together and making a cigar, it's it's huge. It's 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 a huge game. So I'm very excited to see uh, what is going to happen with that story. Uh, obviously, it's a developing story that keeps. Me, I don't know any more uh, news about it. I'm just waiting to see what is going to happen with that cigar. But very excited to see. Uh, Something like that hitting the shelves on uh, even online yeah. if you can find online. It's it's from what from what I know about it. Um, it's a limited release. Um, I think there's a total of 500 boxes. That's it. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it's yeah. It's it's you know um, the the 2500 was a suggested retail price. That'll probably double. Um, I would not p- be surprised to see it go at five thousand. Um, I would not be surprised to see that the retailers that it goes to, um, that either they're already they're already sold to somebody, or the retailers themselves are going to keep it for themselves. That is, yeah, it's going to be a hundred twenty-five dollars cigar for sure. Yeah, and I mean, it, 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 it's it was um, from what I've heard and what I've seen and read. Um, yeah, it's it's there. There is talk that there might be replacements, but at the same point, there was talk that it's a one and done. 
So those, what, uh, 20 cigars, 500 a box. Um, so what, that's 1,000 cigars? No, 5,000 cigars? Something like that, and that's yeah, it. That's, and that's it. That's crazy. So that's crazy. And you're probably talking. You're probably talking anywhere from 200 to 250 bucks a cigar. I would bet. You know. And then the problem's going to be is that you're only going to get you're only going to get a Fuente or a Padron. It's not like you. You know. I mean, to get one of each, yeah, you're probably talking. I'll, I'll bet you're probably talking 500 to 1,000 dollars to get both. You know. So, um, you know, it, 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 it'll be interesting. I know they were only going to their top, their top. Uh, um, retailers, so uh, it's like an NFT. You know, an NFT is a great is a great idea, but if you can't get your hands on it, and I know the NFTs for um, uh, the Anarchy were released, and they were at fifteen hundred dollars a box. Yeah, I, I remember that. So you know, fifteen hundred dollars for a box of ten cigars. If you've got the money, God bless you. But at the same point, you know. Again, you're spending you're spending fifteen hundred bucks, and again, if you want to spend it, that's that's fine. But you're spending fifteen hundred bucks on a on a on a ten pack of cigars, and that's it. That's it. You know, are you going to yeah, sit on insane. them? Are you going to sit on them? Or are you going to smoke them? Because if you're getting them to sit on them, yeah. <laughs> are you going to age them for four years? Are yeah. you, you know, I'm. Yeah, I, it's something out of my price range, like uh, the one we have in the humidor here. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, the Davidoff, the $175. Uh-huh. Uh, Davidoff that we have here, the Solomon size, uh, that is from 2021, I believe, release. You know, after $100, uh, I believe the cigars, it, it goes out of its crazy amount for that price. You're you know, better than for me. me <laughs> <laughs> for me, like a. I cannot go more than twenty dollars right. for a cigar, uh, twenty five dollars the max. Uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be. I'm going to be very interested to see if I can get my hands on one of those sticks. Yeah, good luck. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, no, because it's going to be. Hey, it's, it's history, like we talked about. It's something that I'll be proud to have. So yeah, the only the only problem I see with that is you don't I don't see you getting you're only going to get a Padron or a Fuente it's not like a collab where you get it, it's a it's a combination of them you're only going to get a Padron or you're going to get a Fuente so you're paying you know yes Padron rolled the Fuente and Fuente rolled the Padrones but that's the gist of it so you're going to get a Padron cigar that was rolled by Fuente it, I don't know is it is it that, is it worth that much? I feel like they should have done. Maybe they should have had the blend together. The yep. Uh, Fuente Padron. It should be like a, something a blend that is both of them are produced and they're both sat down. Yep. And then you're right. Maybe it would be a different ball game. Yeah, uh, but I mean, so, so. if if I want to smoke a Fuente, I'm going to smoke a Fuente. If I want to smoke a Padron, I want to smoke. You know, no offense to either one of them. They're great companies. But what do I care that Fuente rolled the Padron or Padron rolled the Fuente? You know? Yeah, and, and, yeah you know, exactly. It's yeah. like, okay, this is great and all, but this isn't, you know, if it's, if it's a collab, now you're talking, hey, yeah, I want to, I want to try that cigar. I want to try that that cigar, you know, and, um, and, and, and see what it tastes like. You know, that's where I'm, that's where I'm all about it. You know, that's where I want to go, yeah, that's, that's something I want to try, you know. 
So yeah, I'm very interested lately on the Arto Fuente because all uh, obviously with the new box that we got here in our opener, some aged uh, 2019s Fuentes. But I feel like Fuente does a great job with limited edition stuff. He he does a great job promoting it. He does a great job of doing limited edition cigars, and and it's it's a big brand that everybody knows Arto Fuente. Right. Uh, Everybody that comes in, they're like, oh, yeah, of course I had an Alto Fuente. Of course I had this one. You know, it's it's a classic cigar. Right. It, I, I, my opinion, I feel like Alto Fuente is a little bit bigger name than Cohiba. Cohiba right. obviously came from Cuba and stuff like that. Obviously, now it's general. Uh, it's mostly Nick, Dominican uh, stuff. But... Uh, it's 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 a big name. It's a big name here at Ultimate. And now that we extended the shelves here in Ultimate, and we have basically the whole the whole slot of the shelves, the seven shelves that we have right there, is all Arthur Fuente. Right. It, it, a lot of people respect it because he makes really really good smoke, very good smooth yeah. uh, steaks. Yeah. And I just want to correct myself. My my ear is that Padrone. Rolled a cigar to honor Carlos Fuente Sr. And Fuente created a cigar to honor for Jose, Jose Pedro. Right. right. Yeah. So it's more for the older yeah. guy. Yep. So, I mean, again, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, hey, great. But, you know, so it's, it's Padron came up with a cigar that they go, hey, this is good enough and we're going to use this to honor Padron and vice versa. You know, it's not like the two companies sat down together and said, hey, let's come up with one cigar to honor both families. So, you know. You're you're absolutely right. You're right about this. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, hopefully maybe one day I'll save some money and I can smoke the the cigar. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we're ready to wrap this sucker up. It was a great podcast. I hope you folks enjoyed it. So we'll try to be back that first week of January. We're going to talk about some of our favorite cigars that we've had for 2023 and we will see what others bring hopefully too we'll be able to bring some uh comments from ryan on ohana cigars and be able to tell you what's new and exciting on their brand and then we'll lay out our year for next year we we've got this ball rolling and we're hoping to be a whole heck of a lot more consistent next year and uh, be able to launch this thing into its next level any final words teddy yeah, that's what we need. We need to make this uh, uh, twice a month. That's what our goal is here. And I'm looking very forward in January uh, to talk about more because this is something This is something that I want to create between me and you and keep it going. That's what this is about, folks. Uh, this is about, you know, me and Mike sitting down basically talking about the cigars we like, the cigars we don't like, News and this is that we got a great feedback from all these listeners so far that uh, they talked to us about it and then all their comments. So very excited. Uh, let us know any uh, thoughts you have, any any notes you want us uh, to talk about it for the next episode. Any ideas you have, we'll, we'll implement them and put them together and talk about it. Uh, so very happy another episode. Uh, We are back, so uh, till next time, Mike. Have a great night, folks. Remember, you can get a hold of us on the Unbanded Podcast at gmail.com. That's Unbanded Podcast at gmail.com. Have a good night, folks. Have a good night, guys. Thank you.